You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I also can't wait to see if we're going to place any money on the NFL and maybe some dogs to make the playoffs. Let's look at BetMGM right now and talk about some NFC teams that missed the playoffs last year that could maybe crash the party, maybe make the postseason this year. So let's start with these three. We're going to go by division here, it looks like. We're kind of close to it. Let's go Arizona, Atlanta, and Carolina. Let's start with these three. Arizona, to make the playoffs, yes, 10 to 1, no, minus 2,000. Atlanta to make the playoffs, plus 120, no, minus 145. Carolina to make the playoffs, yes, plus 165, no, minus 200. Any of these three teams appeal to you as far as maybe taking a plus money shot on making the playoffs? Well, two of these sit in a terrible division, so there is a very good chance that either Atlanta or Carolina can make the playoffs based on that fact alone. Like, who do we think is going to be winning the NFC South? Probably the Saints. But still, there Mm -hmm. is a chance that one of these teams maybe gets a wild card and gets into the playoffs uh, that way. So I think I give the slight edge to Carolina. Maybe I'm too high on Bryce Young, but I also really like Frank Reich. I think he is an excellent head coach. I think this is a Carolina team that had a lot of talent on the defensive end. So maybe that's enough talent to make it out of. uh, Also, the NFC is a lot weaker than the AFC in general. Like, think about how hard the wild cards are going to be to get in the AFC when you have all of the good quarterbacks in the AFC, it feels like, with the exception of a couple, you know, Jalen Hurts. Uh, and a couple others Mm -hmm. in the NFC. So I'm going to go Carolina here. I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm caught up in the B. John Robinson hype. That's all I'm doing here. But ultimately, you make the best point, which is this is about a really weak division. And ultimately, if I can put my Texas love aside, I kind of think you're right just because quarterback, as we know, just makes such a huge difference. Isn't Desmond Ritter still the guy for the Falcons? Oh, God, I, I don't know if I want to trust that guy. And all listen, Bryce Young may look like a little person when you look at OTAs and minicab. He looks so tiny behind those big offensive linemen. But I'll tell you something, the guy, all the all the early reports we've heard is that he's going to be the day one starter. He's already been anointed. He looks good. So I think I'd lean to your side, and I think Carolina plus 165 worth the gander. How about these three? Bears, Lions, Packers. Bears to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 170. No, minus 210. Lions to make the playoffs, yes, minus 175, no, plus 145. And the Packers with Jordan Love, yes, plus 165, no, minus 200. Where are you going? I'll go Bears here. 
which makes me a little nervous because how repeatable do you think is that style of offense? And a lot of this is tied to what you think of Justin Fields as quarterback of the Chicago Bears. For me, I think I've seen enough. I think this is a solid quarterback to base your offense around. We know we can get it done with his feet, but that's the the problem. Like, do we think that style of offense is repeatable? But I think he has the skills, especially in an NFC North, that I think it's going to be pretty winnable. I think it's probably still going to be the Vikings. Like, God, I cringe just saying that. But I think people are a little too high on the Detroit Lions. They've had some guys that have been suspended for gambling. Never a good mm-hmm. look, but... I don't know. I feel like there is too much hype surrounding the Detroit Lions because they are such a good story and because they have such a head Mm -hmm. coach that you'll want to root for. So I'm buying uh, on the Chicago Bears, and I am dumping the Detroit Lions. I'm sorry, Lions fans. It's a great story, but I'm not sure if this is the year. Well, also, it's just too expensive for me. For a team that hasn't done much, minus 175 to make the playoffs, no thanks. I'm with you. I'll take a flyer on Chicago. God, if they would just protect Justin Fields for the love of – just protect mm-hmm. your quarter. Let him try to throw the ball. People say, who doesn't throw the ball? He doesn't have a chance. My guy, he's running for his life. I heard someone say, you know, he's not that great at throwing the football. He needs to become a better passer. I'm like, dude, put any all-pro quarterback behind that line and see how effective they are. I'm with you on the Bears. Finally, Rams, Saints, and Commanders. Rams – to make the playoffs, yes, plus 310, no, minus 400. Saints, yes, minus 160, no, plus 130. And Washington, yes, plus 310, no, minus 400. I will say, I'm kind of leaning towards the old commanders here. Now, you know I work with these guys. I'm going out there later on today the to do some work with Washington. But this is all based on maybe – all the early returns, and you never know because you know how off-season hype is. Everyone's a stud in the off-season. But the early returns on Sam Howell is that this cat can flat-out sling it. We remember him. When he was at North Carolina, he's going to be the guy this year. And don't listen to all that noise that, oh, here's a competition between Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. No, there's not. It's Sam Howell. At plus 310 in a division, I know the Eagles are going to win that division. I absolutely believe that. I believe they're even money. But I'm I'm interested in the commanders at plus three ten, especially at that price. So mm-hmm. I think that is the bottom line: is we are looking for value and some teams that maybe are worth a sprinkle just because of the potential. Do they have a high enough potential? I was looking at the Rams because initially I thought, okay, well Matt Stafford should be back, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least he is a solid quarterback, and it is a very buy low spot. But Cooper Cup is coming off ankle surgery. So I'm not sure when he's going to be back. I just saw where they restructured his contract. He is a huge part of that offense. Huge. We all know that the the record-setting numbers that he put up with that offense just a couple seasons ago, I don't know. Still at plus 310, maybe they're worth a shot. I still believe that in the NFC, playoff spots are going to be a little bit easier to hold on Mm -hmm. to than the AFC. So maybe they do. But also the NFC West is not an easy division. I think the Seahawks are much better, like we saw last mm-hmm. year. The Niners are always good. It doesn't seem to matter who their quarterback is. Uh, maybe the Rams, but I don't feel great about it. Chelsea, here are some teams that made the playoffs last year. And this season, because of different changes in personnel and division competition, they are now plus money to make the playoffs in the upcoming season. Vikings, plus 115 to make the playoffs. Giants, plus 165. Bucks plus 350. 
any of these teams strike your fancy? Well, somebody has to go to the playoffs in the NFC North. And I guess <laughs> yeah. that the consensus is the Lions. I don't love trading or I don't love backing Minnesota here, but isn't it a contract year for Kirk Cousins? It is. Like maybe he goes off. We have seen this with guys before mm. to where when they are in contract seasons, they bump it up a notch and they really pad the stats. And you know who's good at padding stats? Kirk Cousins. He had some great seasons where he put up unreal numbers for touchdowns to interception ratios. I know a lot of that's because he's very cautious. Like he's not going to oh, throw man. a pick. He'd yes. rather just go down. Uh, but still, I think he is a serviceable quarterback. And especially in a contract year, maybe it's Minnesota. But good oh, God, God, is that not a bet that I would feel great about making, especially when you have to watch like the fourth quarters of their games. I think that's the only way to go. I got. A, I used to be the Kirk Cousins apologist. Oh, when he was here in D.C., if, if he just had a good team around him, if he just had a good team around him, and then he had got a great team around him in Minnesota. And every year, I don't believe he's won a playoff game since 2019. So he'll put up the stats in the regular season. There's no question about that. But come postseason, no way I'm trusting that guy. Finally, Chelsea. I don't know if you saw this. This got lost in the in the news cycle on Friday when John Morant received his suspension from the nba but jack jones of the patriots got caught with guns at logan airport and he's being charged with two counts of a concealed weapon in a secure area of an airport possession of ammunition without a firearms identification card unlawful possession of a firearm carrying a loaded firearm and possession of a large capacity feeding device why in the world would you ever Take guns into an airport. That's one of the most monumentally stupid things you can do. But here's the best part. The best part of all this is this. Last month, he tweeted this to John Morant. Dumb. You're letting your pride ruin your real money. Put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed if you feel like you need it that bad. But you're the breadwinner. You got to start acting like it. He tweeted to John Morant a month ago. Stop messing around with guns. And then this dude turns around and takes a bunch of firearms into the Boston airport. What the hell's going on here? So it sounds like, do you think he has a permit? Like, cause it doesn't matter if you have a permit, if it's at the airport, no. because like, that's a huge no, no, we know this do not bring guns to an airport. It is one of the, the main things, you know, if you've ever flown on an airplane, uh, but is this his first strike? Because I know people would be comparing this to the John ja Morant situation. But, like, how many chances has John Morant been given? Like, isn't this the first time that we've heard something about Jack Jones? I think it's the first time I've ever heard anything about him. Like, it's a much worse crime. And obviously, mm -hmm. it'll have to do with what the actual punishment from the law is. But still, yeah. it, it feels like a first-time offense. Well, this is going to be very interesting because... Not all charges are the same, and all the experts are saying, if you read legal experts, they're saying these are some very, very serious charges. So when you're talking about a young guy out of Arizona playing for the team, had a couple of picks last year, including a pick six of Aaron Rodgers, so he's sort of made an impact. Patriots do have a decision to make, but my God, just leave the guns at home when you're getting ready to fly. Just a little, little tip from the Daily Tip. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.